everyone, I'm Adia and together with me, I have Magdalene Hello And Amanda Hey And we are Souls Engage We are so excited as this is all our first time recording a podcast So thank you all for tuning in today and hope you'll stay till the end So you might be wondering what Souls Engaged means Based on its unique and also self-explanatory name We aim to engage more people and connect their souls with one another By creating a safe podcast platform to touch on a sensitive yet highly popular topic of mental health to fellow Singaporean youth and young adults. In recent years, mental health is becoming less taboo and more students are stepping up to share their experiences on social media. Oh, did you see the recent mental health TikTok trend? Oh yeah, I saw it all over my FYP. Yeah, yeah there was even an international trending, the hashtag mental health awareness that motivate users to celebrate and advocate for their personal mental health and well-being, right? Mm-hmm. In light of the current COVID situation, we also figured that uh, it would have taken an extra toll on Singaporean youth and young adults' mental well-being. Also, especially being with the addition of being socially isolated due to the online classes and the social distancing measures for in-campus classes. Therefore, we have decided that um, it would decided to create this mini podcast series to be able to share relatable experiences from guest speakers with mental health conditions, their caregiver journey, and also provide essential mental health resources for listeners who might need them. The resources will be stated below and under the description. Wow, I can't wait to hear the special guests and their stories. Now, as mental health is such a broad and complex topic, how did we finally pick the main focus of our podcast? Oh, so last year, the three of us have attended the Young Caregivers Training Program organized by Caregivers Alliance Limited, Cal in short, and we gain insights on the struggles behind what caregivers face when caring for persons with mental health conditions. So that was where we came to know more about Cal. Cal is a non-profit organization in Singapore that helps to meet the needs of caregivers of persons with mental health conditions through various ways. They have a few services and support programs, such as the Caregiver Training Programs and Individual Training and Support Program for youth and adults. So, after we attended the Young Caregivers Training Program, we felt that it was only logical for us to create a platform online to connect these persons and to empower them to share their mental health journeys. Yep, especially during such tough COVID-19 times, right? Uh, we wondered how well persons with mental health conditions and caregiver were coping. So we feel that the podcast idea was like the most feasible while being able to work within the constraint of social distancing measures while also simultaneously being able to connect multiple persons to be able to listen to our content whenever they were free. Yep, and also because mental health is popularly being discussed today among the youth, we wanted to further narrow our focus from raising mental health awareness into sharing mainly on students' recovery journeys and their caregivers' journeys as well as to inspire fellow listeners and reach out to people who can relate to them. This podcast will be more personal than content-based, which is ideal for the people to gain more insights on individual struggles that people with mental health conditions face, and be more empathetic towards others and be inspired to take their own mental health seriously. Mm. At the end of every podcast, we will also shine some light um, on our listeners by sharing some of the chosen listeners' personal recovery stories that have been sent to us via Instagram DMs. So don't be shy. We won't judge and we applaud your bravery for even sharing. Feel free to drop us a DM 
your identity will be kept confidential upon request. Despite our stories all being unique, someone listening might share commonalities with your situation and feel connected, motivated, and empowered to stand up and do the same too. So let's keep this chain going! Okay, so now before we invite guest speakers next week or ask listeners to share their stories with us, on this pilot episode, we will also like y'all to know more about the three of us. We will start the ball rolling by sharing our own stories first. So would you guys like to share any mental health struggles that you have previously experienced? Or have you been a caregiver to someone who has mental health conditions? Would you guys like to share them with our listeners? Mm, I can probably go first. Last year around February or March, I experienced a traumatic incident for the first time in my life. A close friend of mine whom I am no longer in contact with from a few years ago screenshotted my photos from Instagram and photoshopped my face onto a naked body, posted it on Tumblr without my consent. Oh my god, I can't believe someone would do something like this and let alone is a close friend. Yeah, mm. it must have hurt you immensely. Are you sure you're still comfortable with continuing the sharing with us? Uh, I'm not really okay with sharing this, but I thought that it's something that I need to overcome. I need to fully accept that this has happened and I need to learn to move on from it. But even right now as I talk about this, I still feel unresolved anger and disappointment. Yeah, oh my god, if I were you, I would totally feel the same way as well. So, uh, how did you deal with the situation back then and what do you do next? Back then, um, I had school on that day, so I went to make a police report after school and hoped that the officers would find out who the culprit was. Mm, good. Luckily, you approached the authorities to seek help. Not everyone might be brave enough to do so. Good for you. Mm, then, how did the police resolve the situation then? While waiting for the police to get back to me, my boyfriend messaged the Tumblr account and in the end, the person admitted that she was actually my close friend from back then. I shall not disclose her name. So ever since then, I'm still not yet ready to let go of this incident. So did, y'all, did you confront her about this and did you manage to actually work things out in the end? Not really. We've cut ties with each other long ago before the incident even took place. I wanted at least an apology from her but... That's not possible anymore because I do have a number and she deleted her social media account as well. So without achieving this closure, I struggled mostly being paranoid every time I left the comfort of my home to go to school or anywhere else. I feared that people would recognize me and believe that the fake edit was real. Mm. Were you able to delete the edit in the end? Did the fake edit seem real and did any of your friends get tricked into believing it was real? She took down the post in the end, but as you know how Tumblr works, the post got reposted many times. But fortunately, her Photoshop skills were quite bad, so it did not look very convincing. I actually don't really know how to put my feelings into words as to how I feel towards this situation. But it's definitely devastating to find out that a trusted close friend for four years would wrong me like this. Mm, definitely. That must have felt awful for you to experience such trauma from a person you most trusted. I hope that um, even without finding closure, you'll one day be able to gradually set yourself free from this mental and emotional obstacle in your life. I'm actually glad that you're finally speaking up about this and helping yourself find an outlet to express your internal struggles. Yeah, I definitely need some time to get through this. 
baby steps, right? Mm. What about you, Adia, your personal story? Uh, okay, so as for me, right, I wouldn't say that I faced any mental health issues until the recent circuit breaker period when I developed an eating disorder. Mm? Uh, if I may ask, what happened and what was the trigger that caused you to experience this so suddenly? Uh, so since the circuit breaker period, right, I started exercising more than I usually would and I would exercise once a day to join in the trend since almost everyone was stuck at home and Everyone chose exercising as a way to pass time. Oh, I remember during that time, everyone was working out. People of all ages were trying the popular YouTube workout routines. Yeah, the Chloe thing workout. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, after the circuit breaker period ended, right, I actually hit my lowest weight and the skinniest body in my life. And I admit that it felt good to be that skinny, but however... Ever since the restrictions got lifted and we are, we were actually able to meet our friends and dine out, I started dining out very frequently and rarely exercise. I lacked the motivation and became lazy. Yeah, that happened to many of my friends. Uh, since then, my weight started increasing and it was returning back to my previous weight. So I started looking up on different diets that I can find online and I started being super self-conscious about all the food that I ate and the calories that each food contains to be able to be in a calorie deficit. There were days I felt like binging and after binging or feeling very full after a meal, I formed an unhealthy habit of puking. Did you manage to reach out to anyone or like how did you overcome this? Uh, so I think I'm someone who always share my problem with people that I'm close with because I'm not someone who would like to keep things to myself. So as usual, I did share with a few of my close friends about the struggle and uh, they encouraged me to maintain a balanced diet and not calorie counting. I felt so relieved talking to them about it and they gave me really great advice and they were there for me, making sure that I was fine. And I'm truly grateful for the friends that I had by my side who supported me throughout this entire journey. Mm. I'm glad you had your friends to support you through this tough time. Not all of us might have the luxury of friends to open up to and rely on. Mm. Is there anything you would like to say to listeners who might um, face the same issues as you do? Uh, okay, so I would like to say to those people who are struggling with mental health conditions, right? Do not be afraid to open up to your close friends whom you trust. Mm. I'm pretty sure that they are more than willing to hear about what you are facing and they will love you nonetheless. So tell you to people who are experiencing it, you can overcome it. Mm. Thanks for sharing such vulnerable and meaningful experiences, guys. I'm actually quite inspired to share mine too. As a person who identifies as female to male transgender myself, growing up as a child who identifies as a male but Trapped in a physically female body wasn't easy. When puberty hit, it was devastating as I helplessly witnessed my body transitioning. I could not put my frustration to words and I felt like I was always mentally dissociating from my physical body. I felt ashamed of myself and even hated my own body for undergoing such massive change. I was experiencing a really bad syndrome I later on found out about, which is called gender dysphoria. So this term actually means the intense distress that occurs to people whose gender identity differs from their sex assigned at birth. So in my case, I felt immense distress when my breasts started growing. How old were you when you first started experiencing this and how did you like deal with it? 
I knew I was different from others my whole life, but I only truly reached the peak of my gender issues in my adolescent years. Being in that socially comparative setting and not fitting in with peers my age, it all just worsened my mental, my overall mental state as I felt alienated. Nobody truly understood what I was going through and people weren't the most sensitive when confronting me about them as well. I was often labelled names and even judged. I was heavily depressed for a year and suddenly dropped 10 kg in body weight only after a semester. Wow, that sounds really, really bad. So were you able to seek adult or professional help? And uh, how did you deal with the situation back then? Back then, I was actually too scared to seek any sorts of help from adults as I felt um, psychologically unsafe and actually threatened by them. I feared that my family would disown me, the school would punish and suspend or even expel me. It did not help when my teachers would suspect me and randomly pull me aside for questioning. I was always on edge and that caused me to have trust issues and I felt like I was being judged all the time. Mm, I kind of understand and can relate to how you feel. I mean, I don't experience the same situation as you, but I know the feeling of getting judged all the time. It can be very uncomfortable and upsetting. Yeah. What about your friends? How did they react to your struggles? Um, fortunately, I could rely on my close friends and share my personal struggles with them. They indirectly became my primary caregivers by being my first line of emotional pillars supporting me through my journey. They reassured me and reached out to me whenever I needed them. They continuously motivated me and actually pushed me to a successful recovery. It's nice to hear that you had a successful recovery. So, um, is there anything that you would like to say to people who are in similar situation and can relate to what you have gone through? And are there any advice to give them? Looking back, I'm truly grateful as this rocky journey toughened me and made me who I am today. However, the one thing I regret was keeping everything to myself for many years of my childhood through adolescence. After knowing the importance of mental health, I should have reached out for help sooner and at a younger age when I needed the support the most. But well, better late than never, right? Yeah. It's not too late for you listeners to do so too. I urge you all to share your mental health struggles with at least one person you trust today. No matter how small the step is, open yourself up and share one step, one struggle you have been facing lately. Putting them into words are more powerful than you think. Yeah, and it was so brave of you guys to share your personal stories. Even though most listeners may not have had similar experiences, but I'm sure that they could definitely feel your struggle and are proud of your recovery journey. Adding on to this sharing, we will be touching on some useful tips to self-care in the next coming episodes. So stay tuned and do not be afraid to reach out to us if you need someone to talk to. You can always drop us a message via DMs or email. Our email can be found at our Instagram bio, at SoulsEngage. Do start sending in your personal recovery stories as well. We will be featuring some lucky ones for our upcoming episode. That's all from us today. Thanks so much for making it to the end and listening to us as we pour our genuine personal stories to you guys. Hope you've gotten to know each of us better. Join us again soon for upcoming episodes where we invite guest speakers to share their insights, mental health struggles, and recovery journeys too. Do not be afraid to seek help and here's a hotline that might be helpful for anyone out there. 
who need someone to talk to or to even seek help. Caregivers who need someone to talk to can contact Cal as well. The hotline will be 6460-4400. Do not worry if you're not able to catch it. It will be stated on our Instagram page. Thank you and see you then. Goodbye. See you.